Question 146 of Summa Theologica Secunda Secunde Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues The Virtue of Temperance This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Secunda Secunde Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues the Virtue of Temperance, by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. Question 146 of Abstinence in Two Articles We must now consider the subjective parts of temperance. First, those which are about pleasures of food. Secondly, those which are about pleasures of sex. The first consideration will include abstinence, which is about meat and drink, and sobriety, which is specifically about drink. With regard to abstinence, three points have to be considered. 1. Abstinence itself. 2. Its act, which is fasting. 3. Its opposite vice, which is gluttony. Under the first head, there are two points of inquiry. First, whether abstinence is a virtue. Second, whether it is a special virtue. First article, whether abstinence is a virtue. Objection 1. It seems that abstinence is not a virtue. For the Apostle says in 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not in speech but in power, virtute. Now the kingdom of God does not consist in abstinence, for the apostle says in Romans 14.17, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, where a gloss observes that justice consists neither in abstaining nor in eating. Therefore, abstinence is not a virtue. Objection to, further, Augustine says in his Confessions, 10.11, addressing himself to God, This hast thou taught me, that I should set myself to take food as physic. Now it belongs not to virtue, but to the medical art to regulate medicine. Therefore, in like manner, to regulate one's food, which belongs to abstinence, is not an act of virtue, but of art. Objection 3. Further, every virtue observes the mean, as stated in Ethics 2, 6 and 7. But abstinence seemingly inclines not to the mean, but to deficiency, since it denotes retrenchment. Therefore, abstinence is not a virtue. Objection 4. Further, no virtue excludes another virtue. But abstinence excludes patience. For Gregory says in his Pastoral Rule 319 that Impatience not unfrequently dislodges the abstainer's mind from its peaceful seclusion. Likewise, he says in his Pastoral Rule 319 that Sometimes the sin of pride pierces the thoughts of the abstainer so that abstinence excludes humility. 
Therefore, abstinence is not a virtue. On the contrary, it is written in Second Peter 1, 5 and 6, Join with your faith virtue, and with virtue knowledge, and with knowledge abstinence, where abstinence is numbered among other virtues. Therefore, abstinence is a virtue. I answer that abstinence, by its very name, denotes retrenchment of food. Hence the term abstinence may be taken in two ways. First, as denoting retrenchment of food absolutely, and in this way it signifies neither a virtue nor a virtuous act, but something indifferent. Secondly, it may be taken as regulated by reason, and then it signifies either a virtuous habit or a virtuous act. This is the meaning of Peter's words quoted above, where he says that we ought to join abstinence with knowledge, namely, that in abstaining from food a man should act with due regard for those among whom he lives, for his own person, and for the requirements of health. Reply to Objection 1. The use of and abstinence from food, considered in themselves, do not pertain to the kingdom of God, since the Apostle says in 1 Corinthians 8.8, 8, Meat doth not commend us to God, for neither, if we eat not, shall we have the less, nor if we eat, shall we have the more, that is, spiritually. Nevertheless, they both belong to the kingdom of God in so far as they are done reasonably through faith and love of God. Reply to Objection 2. The regulation of food, in the point of quantity and quality, belongs to the art of medicine as regards the health of the body. But in the point of internal affections with regard to the good of reason, it belongs to abstinence. Hence Augustine says, in his Questions on the Gospel, 2.11, It makes no difference whatever to virtue, what or how much food a man takes, so long as he does it with due regard for the people among whom he lives, for his own person, and for the requirements of his health. But it matters how readily and uncomplainingly he does without food when bound by duty or necessity to abstain. Reply to Objection 3. It belongs to temperance to bridle the pleasures which are too alluring to the soul, just as it belongs to fortitude to strengthen the soul against fears that deter it from the good of reason. Wherefore, just as fortitude is commended on account of a certain excess, from which all the parts of fortitude take their name, so temperance is commended for a kind of deficiency from which all its parts are denominated. Hence abstinence, since it is a part of temperance, is named from deficiency, and yet it observes the mean in so far as it is in accord with right reason. Reply to Objection 4. Those vices result from abstinence in so far as it is not in accord with right reason. For right reason makes one abstain as one ought, 
that is, with gladness of heart, and for the due end, that is, for God's glory and not one's own. Second article. Whether abstinence is a special virtue. Objection 1. It would seem that abstinence is not a special virtue. For every virtue is praiseworthy by itself. But abstinence is not praiseworthy by itself. For Gregory says in the Pastoral Rule 319 that the virtue of abstinence is praised only on account of the other virtues. Therefore, abstinence is not a special virtue. Objection to, further, Augustine says that the saints abstain from meat and drink, not that any creature of God is evil, but merely in order to chastise the body. Now this belongs to chastity, as its very name denotes. Therefore, abstinence is not a special virtue distinct from chastity. Objection 3. Further, as a man should be content with moderate meat, so should he be satisfied with moderate clothes, according to 1 Timothy 6.8. Having food, and wherewith to be covered, with these should we be content. Now there is no special virtue in being content with moderate clothes. Neither, therefore, is there in abstinence which moderates food. On the contrary, Macrobius reckons abstinence as a special part of temperance. I answer that, as stated above, in question 136, article 1, as well as in question 141, article 3, moral virtue maintains the good of reason against the onslaught of the passions. Hence, whenever we find a special motive why a passion departs from the good of reason, there is need of a special virtue. Now pleasures of the table are of a nature to withdraw man from the good of reason, both because they are so great, and because food is necessary to man who needs it for the maintenance of life, which he desires above all other things. Therefore, abstinence is a special virtue. Reply to Objection 1. Virtues are of necessity connected together, as stated above in the Pars Prima Secunde, question 65, article 1. Wherefore, one virtue receives help and commendation from another, as justice from fortitude. Accordingly, in this way, the virtue of abstinence receives commendation on account of the other virtues. Reply to Objection 2. The body is chastised by means of abstinence, not only against the allurements of lust, but also against those of gluttony, since by abstaining a man gains strength for overcoming the onslaughts of gluttony, which increase in force the more he yields to them. Yet abstinence is not prevented from being a special virtue through being a help to chastity, since one virtue helps another. Reply to Objection 3. The use of clothing was devised by art, whereas the use of food is from nature, 
hence it is more necessary to have a special virtue for the moderation of food than for the moderation of clothing end of question 146 read by michael shane craig lambert lc